0: And being that we've all been exposed to these chemicals now for decades, um, there would be trace amounts because there's trace amounts in all of our water supplies. There's there's likely trace amounts that we're ingesting um, in, in other ways, uh, perhaps off of utensils and, you know, different things that we're, we're using to eat. So, um, yeah, we would all have trace amounts in our body. And what we don't have yet is the long-term health studies to show at what level of exposure to PFAS or PFOA, which is another type of these chemicals, um, are we likely to see negative health outcomes? We know these, these chemicals can be harmful to our liver. They can potentially be harmful to our endocrine systems, which, um, you know, help us, um, through, through puberty and through adulthood as we're growing. And so really, um, key systems in our body can be impacted by these chemicals. But the thing is, is we just don't know enough. We haven't had enough long-term health studies to say, okay, at what level of exposure you know, are you this percent likely to have um, liver damage or to have some other type of negative health outcomes? And the
1: amount of exposure may actually be much less than the federal standard, which is, I believe, 70 parts per trillion.
0: That's right. So we have this EPA non-binding health advisory level of 70 parts per trillion. We do not have a standard for PFAS in our drinking water yet. We do not have a standard for cleanup of PFAS from groundwater aquifers. And what that means is when you're looking to clean up a contaminated site, we have all of these these thresholds of certain cleanups for contamination that say okay at this level it's deemed to be healthy and safe for us to consume or healthy and safe for us to um, walk around on a piece of property that used to be contaminated Um, we don't have those standards yet at the federal level we just have the 70 part per trillion uh, lifetime advisory level which across the board experts have said that is far too high we need you know much more stringent levels of protection now
1: the deq did uh a survey last year. They tested uh, wells, they tested water systems, they tested about 2,000 locations, uh, and only about 3% of those locations uh, came back with detectable levels of PFAS. And there were only a couple that had levels that exceeded that federal standard. Right. If it's that low a percentage, are we making too much of this problem?
0: Well, for certainly for the communities that have the the higher than the 70 part per trillion level, like Parchment, Michigan, I mean, they need to have different sources of water because that is a that is a health threat. We know it. They're, they should not be exposed to those levels of PFAS. Um, but, you know, I don't think that this is all good news. You know, when you look at that report, there are trace amounts in all of the samples that they're, they're finding. So the stuff is out there in the environment. It's persistent in the environment. And we don't know um, over a lifetime, you know, what level of exposure can cause harm to our bodies. So, um, you know, I, I think it, it is good that we're not seeing like, you know, massive high spikes of PFAS at, you know, hundreds of, of wells or hundreds of uh, municipal water supplies across the state. But the fact is that this this chemical is there; it's present, it's detectable, and so I guess the fortunate part is that we now know um, how to test for it, and we can start screening and perhaps um, quickly get some standards in place so that our wastewater, or I'm sorry, our drinking water treatment plants can actually start screening for this stuff and treating it.
1: It also should be noted that uh, the that test did not include a lot of residential wells That's right. uh, that uh, went, you know, that haven't been tested. So.
0: Right. Well, and, and what's interesting is, I mean, so we're looking at drinking water supply, but when they've done sampling near manufacturing facilities like Wolverine Worldwide that manufactures shoes like Hush Puppies and I, I think Speary is another brand that they have where waterproofing was a big part of their manufacturing process, they have very high levels of PFAS in surface waters. So the river near that near that former facility um, the Wordsworth Air, Air Force Base again that's another place where we're seeing high levels of groundwater contamination now fortunately people aren't actually drinking that water you know in that location um, so so where we're, we're, we're sampling um, in areas that we know there have been a lot of like the foam use for firefighting purposes, or we know there's been manufacturing going on for, for products that use PFAS or PFOA. That's where we're finding really high levels. And so I think there's still a lot of those hot spots around the state that have yet to be identified and that we'll, we'll need to keep an eye on and clean up over time.